Hey, it's Sam. Before we get started, I thought it would be really cool to share with you the Boggler Assist summary we did for this podcast. So you'll be able to see what an output looks like. So look at it. I provided the general summary. So this is one that you might get when you're not doing something businessy. There's also a professional summary that comes automatically as well. I did not include that, but that has all the detailed notes, the action items, and all that stuff, which you really don't have in a podcast. The other thing that is included is the Boggler Assist rating. That's fascinating to see how we rate in our conversation as far as productivity, time sensitivity, did we make sense of what we were saying and doing, did we make connections, emotional, sentimental, and what our behavior was like. Check that out. Look at it. Think about how you might use that. Have a great show, and thanks again for listening. Welcome to the AI show from Think Labs. In the whirlwind of AI advancements and innovation, we do the deep dives and all the research, so you don't have to. We fisher-price the essential news, updates, interviews, and breakthroughs of the week, providing actionable insight that impacts you, your teams, and your companies. Now, let's get started. Here's your hosts, Sam Stanton and Robbie Sawyer. Well, hello again, and welcome to the AI Show with Robbie and Sam. This is episode number 11. And we are back again live from the Think Lab Studios in Dallas, Texas. You can maybe, no, you can't see back there. We'll do, this, do it in the studio next time. But back there in the studio, we've had another fun week. We're going to do a short AI show today because we went long the other day. Not was it long? long? It was pretty long. We, we busted that hour. But what are we going to do today, Robbie? Let's. Uh, we had a. We actually had a lot of fun conversations this week, and so many of them, as a lot of them do, and as most of them should, we start talking about the importance of AI literacy. Obviously, we have three, three key verticals that we focus on: the literacy, the education, the tools, and then facilitate it, which we can get into in greater detail if you feel the need to. But I, I feel like it's becoming more and more obvious. To people now when we start to have conversations with them it's like hey do not ask your people hey we're thinking about getting an ai tool getting into the whole generative ai world hey how do you does think anyone you could, do ai yeah or how do you think you would use it because they, I, they don't know the answer to that i read an amazing blog post this week um wait a minute specifically about it, it? Well, I also wrote it. Okay, perfect. So I read it after <laughs> okay. I wrote it. No, right. but but <laughs> but it was but it was predicated with another post that I did read, which which really speaks to that. Right. And and in that, I I would love to take the credit for the analogy, but it's so true. It is like giving saying great. We're signing up for fill in the blank, and we're doing that. And sending out the email, hey, everyone, you've now got AI with whatever tools you're using. Go for it. Right. The the perfect analogy to bring that home is, here you go, marathon runner. Here's a bicycle. And so, dude, you can get on that bike and you can spank 
Everybody. No no one can touch. They're running. Right. You can do triple times the thing. <laughs> Unless, of course, you have no idea how to ride a bike. Yeah, that's a problem. And then you've got to carry this 25-pound bike on top of your run. So that's the problem. So, yes, we need to look at that. And people are opening their eyes a little bit to that. Besides having the cool bike... Can you teach people how to use it? Or even better, can you maybe put some training wheels on for them? Right. Mm-hmm. right? How about that? That's good. That's awesome. No, but it goes back. We've talked about it at some point on one of the shows about, hey, I've been around a long time. I remember when e- email kicked off. Right. Right. I didn't get to your point. Many times there was no instructions that came with it. No. Yeah. So that, that in and of itself is, forget the fact that it's, you know, Sorry to interrupt you. Would you mind if I boggled this, Robbie? Not at all. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, forget that it's not only intimidating, just the technology of, of AI, but the fact that, to your point, there's no real instruction manual on how to begin to utilize it. We've seen funny stories about, hey, people begin to use it. Remember the guy on the bus that time we were in uh, we were in Well, event, the first thing everyone does. And the guy totally does. poo-pooed immediately. Oh, that doesn't make sense. I'll tell you why. And I said, oh, yeah, give me your thoughts as to why. And the dude goes into this long conversation or dissertation about, well, I went and I sat down and I engaged with Boggler and um, I asked it to tell me about me. Right. That, which is what everyone does. I, I, I'm like, what? You build everyone up, you start giving them stuff, and then you give them prompt, and then the first thing they do is tell me about me, and you're like, okay, maybe. Right. Uh, I just want to do... Uh, well, maybe quick, if you're... Maybe if you are Brad Pitt, or if you're some incredible celebrity where there's all kinds of information. if you have a trained knowledge base that okay. knows all about you, right? Okay, yeah, that's true. Okay, uh, how about a pro tip? In the middle of this little a little commercial. Mm-hmm. Hey, when you're using Boggler Assist, think about helping Boggler Assist a little bit and give it some insight as to what is going on to make your summaries that much better. So this is Sam and Robbie. We are currently doing episode number 11 of the AI show. I had to say that because we started late. Anyway, back no, to the show already no, in progress. That's cool. Yeah, for those that are watching, you should probably do a, a, an assist uh, recap and go ahead and put it in the notes. Yeah, or um, for people to actually see what that looks like. Yeah, yeah, that good. Jo- yes, yeah. that's that's a great idea, so, right? Yes. But but the other point that happens there that's interesting, nerd wise, is that um, I should also say this: this is Sam, and I'm here with Robbie because the AI then will associate my voice and be splitting that that dialogue in its capture. Which I didn't realize it did that until I saw that it did that. Okay. That makes sense. And since we're humanizing our AI now, Robbie, when we go in and the assist and it says summary and all that stuff, one of them is quotes from the interaction. So that makes these summaries even more meaningful because it says, Robbie actually said this and it resonated with Sam. So that helps it identify that. Man, I don't think... Now, that's obviously not with every interaction because that doesn't happen every time. But I don't think I've actually seen that. I've seen I've seen co- well. That's not in the that professional summary. That's in the okay. general summary. Okay, that's cool. All right. So sorry to uh, sidetrack the whole thing. Where were we? Oh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> no, we were talking about how 
it's now become a little bit more apparent that besides this crazy tech, we need to give people an understanding. And like just a moment ago of speaking with someone, that's not this is what AI is necessarily. It's a little bit of that, but it's a little bit more of an understanding of how that's going to affect our teams in their daily work. And it's an amazing opportunity for the brand to kind of pump up their chest a little bit, do our George Washington, as mm-hmm. we like to say, mm-hmm. and go, oh, and by the way, as a brand, this is how we're approaching that. Right. So now what happens is mindsets are changed. People are a little bit more engaged, and they're definitely more open to embracing and trying and testing this. Yeah, absolutely. I think the the shininess of generative AI at least initially over a year ago, it was chat GPT and all the, all the craziness that came with that. But it was just all about the tools. It was all about the technology. And now it's like people are, because people now are becoming way more aware of it. Now the realization of if you're a leader in a company, you're like, holy what? We have to start to implement. We have to start to look at it. what this technology is, how it can impact us. But, and as you've said many times, it's like, Who flipping owns the responsibility of that? Well, so that's another great point in that amazing article I read this week, Robbie. Right. And that was about, hey, it was a note, it was a letter to the CEO. Hey, this stuff's really cool. You need to check it out. And it's where does it live? And for the enterprise, for the enterprise companies out there, they had the infrastructure. A lot of them do. But this is more... No, no, no. They, They have... All their standard departments that they have had. So you've got your IT, you've got your HR. No, but I understand. But at least they have people that, are at least in some way, shape, or form, they they are somewhat now whether whether they're ready to add this new responsibility onto their current job responsibility. That obviously is a is a whole other conversation. But if you are a, a small to medium sized business, you don't have probably the infrastructure to wrap your head around in such a very short period of time, a technology that can revolutionize the way you do business. No, and that was something else I was listening to this week is that all of your new hires for sure need to be looking at, hey, what about this, right? Because I need you to incorporate that. And the other note is everyone's maybe thinking, because that's what happened in social, it's got to be some young person. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so many of these events that I've attended virtually or sit in or whatever, you expect, you expect a bunch of young nerds doing all this stuff. It's a bunch of old guys and girls. Well, we've had, we, we literally right now have two clients that are older than me. Right. And it, and neither of those clients, I mean, both of those clients were afraid of, of AI when we first started talking to them. And it's been awesome to see how they've been, their eyes have been open again as an older professional person, the ability to now realize that I can make impact. Well, in, in and, an and the other note is, is you have use cases for this right. where this is not going to make my social feed look any better, or my TikTok or my Snapchat, right? Which social did right? You need to learn all the social elements. So the real uses, the real impact initially with AI, it's coming from a different way, and that's that is for professionals. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so no, my 13 year old could care less. In fact, she told me last night, hey, we're having to use AI dad in class because we're going to do this or this or this. Um, but it still wasn't of any massive scale, which I was ready to dive in with all kinds of questions. I didn't. Thank you. But, but no, 
you're seeing an older generation hit this because it has immediate application in their world right away, mm -hmm. right? But back to where does it live? And, and I think everyone's trying to figure that out, and I think a lot of people are headed down the wrong path. This is not about technology. It's not about how cool this is or the algorithm and all that stuff. Yes, we got great ones that did all that stuff. It, this, in the end, is about change, right? It's about changing the way things are going to happen, and they are happening. And so how does that happen? And it happens again with the education, right. and it does all that. And the other note is this isn't like some crazy new thing that works great for the accountants or maybe it works great for the events team or whatever it may be. Yes, the answer is it works great for everybody. So we saw that this week too. Don't put someone in charge of it who's over here siloed here because this affects everyone in some mm -hmm. capacity. Mm -hmm. We don't know yet. We need to sit down with people and figure that out. Mm -hmm. But it needs to be it needs to be looked at across the board. And so Yes, while there is a technology component of this, and it should follow all those rules, it also needs to follow all the rules and guidelines of human resources. Like, if you're going to give a new product to our company, no matter what the product is, technical or not, there's a way in which that needs to be given and adopted. Right. There is a way in which it needs to be looked at legally. What are the TNCs and all that stuff around that? So... No, does it sit in HR? Does it sit in legal? Does it sit? No, it doesn't sit in any of them. It needs to sit in its own thing where you have your own team focused on it. Because, by the way, hopefully all those other people have day jobs. They do. But, again, going back to the small and medium-sized businesses, what do you propose in that, in, in, in that respect? So, in that respect, it's after-hours interest. They should find a great AI show to pay attention to to get insight. No, it is you have to do your own homework, okay. right? This is the this is the new tool. You need to look at that as a business owner and a leader. You need to look at that and go, huh? Wonder how that would work for me. I should at least dabble with something and see, so that I can at least be relevant in conversations. I should be tuned into my community, to my industry, to see what they're doing. And this may be a dumb question, but why do you think that in some case, in many cases, is not happening? Well, it's like I had a call today that I was sure this person was marketing person and is all over this kind of stuff, has always been. Incredibly well respected if I, if I know the person that you're talking and, about. And, right? and no harm, no foul at all. Right. Was like, I cannot wait for this quick start that we were doing because really I haven't dabbled with this at all. And, and I need to learn about this. Right. And, and it's that same thing that we run into. I need to do this, but I'm really busy. Even though I know when I do it, I'm going to save all this time, I still got to get this done. Right. So that's, that's a little of our challenge that we have. It's like keeping people focused on an initiative. It's like, give me the half day and I'll save you weeks. But you got to give me that half day. Right. Yeah, you have to give them. Yeah, same, you have to give them. It's what we've been doing. It's giving them. You say, you said it. Forever, people are oblivious to the obvious. Oh. So when you give them one or two or three different quick use cases and show to them how show them how impactful it can be, that's 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 the then, then they get hooked. Then right? they get hooked, but um, they still don't know what they're doing. They still don't know what they're doing. So, like so, I got hooked on social media initially, and I loved Instagram, but it was intimidating at first, right? Because I didn't yeah. know how it worked. And right. It took some. It took a long time before I even felt comfortable engaging with it. But initially, it, it, it didn't affect 
your business no. per se a little bit. It did. You needed to be present, but not, not like this is. I knew the importance of it. I didn't know. Well, that's obviously that's another story, but that's how you and I met. To right. With. Right. I knew the importance of it. I didn't, it couldn't wrap my arms around how I was going to take that or how that could begin to impact my business at the time. Yeah. Yeah. At the time. Right. And, and with that and the birth of email and internet and all that stuff, in the end, you had plenty of time to figure that out. You sure. had, it took years to really understand all those little things. And that was fine because that's the way everything was moving. The problem is with AI, it's, it's so, 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 so fast. You saw some of that mess I shared last week with the synthetic. It's just moving sure. so fast. Right. But if you just go back a year and with the stuff that launched a year ago, it's still mind-boggling as to what it can do. Mm-hmm. So sure. it's it's so great. You're not a big company that, hey, you can't afford to have a whole separate department and team and all that kind of stuff. So maybe it's not a, a setup team and do all that stuff, but you need to get some champions within your company that, hey, we should play around with this. Let me know what you find. It's almost like a book club, right? Yeah, right. And, yeah. and then with two different purposes one they're paying attention to what's going on out there right and then two they're looking at how that might affect our work in our industry so you need somebody has to do that big company or small company you need to be doing that right and you can actually use generative ai to do that you can absolutely do right that. now that's the crazy part about it and i mean i'm super looking forward to our thing in a week or two in Hawaii mm-hmm. with 500 business owners. So this is not big corporations. These are, well, some of them are, but but others are not very big. Others are massive. Sorry. Yes, many are household names. But, sure. but empowering all of these individuals to start thinking about exactly what we're talking about and giving them the tools to go do that, right? I mean... I'm sure it, I'm, it's going to be a mind boggle for everyone. Yeah, it'll be the companies we know that will be more than likely will be very, very knowledgeable and will have all of the infrastructure in place. Maybe. But no, then there's, no, there's going to. The, the company might, but the people there. No, no, no. Well, that's what right. I'm saying. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, but then it'll run the gamut. But that, yeah, that is, we're super excited about that for sure. So that. That's just to, just to kind of wrap up this the, little section, whatever, is things, like sure. it is so important that you establish and understand who are your who are your people that are going to champion this and pay attention to this and pay attention to the industry and what you're doing and all that stuff and look for ways to incorporate it in, in safe manners, right? Um, and it's not your traditional suspects to, to, to do that. Um, and, and, and start thinking about how you're going to educate or just make people aware. Because, again, we say this again and again, we get stuck in this world that we're in here. And, of course, duh, that's that's crazy. But, like, today's phone call with people who are like, they should be all over it. They're clueless, have no idea. Mm-hmm. Right? So that that's we got to understand where you're at. you got to understand how you start lifting people and enlightening them and enriching them so that they can join in on this. Because it's going to happen... It's not going to happen. It is happening. Yeah, and it's important to get them excited about it. And how do you get excited about it? Well, hopefully you get excited about it if you were an employee because you're given, your company is is being thoughtful enough to say, okay, we want to educate you on this. And boy, you leave that, and I say this watching it, like 
this is my company and right. we're doing this. Right. I walked in here right. not knowing what right. in the world was right. going on for me or for the company or I mean, is our company shutting down or not? Are we doing this or what? But to to be empowered and have that understanding and that knowledge and that confidence, it's a game changer. It's fun again not to continue down this road, but the but to see the residual impact that you've experienced through phone calls since leaving that event in Phoenix at the beginning of the year. It's you know, yeah. More and we have we need more, we need more, we need more. It's like okay, let's go. And the fun thing is and that the funny thing that you brought up that I, they, they told you, not me, is that that was an entire sales conference. It was all salespeople. And one of the head guys said, you outsold every one of our salespeople. And I'm not selling. I'm sharing. We don't sell. We share. Right. right? But but that was that was really fun to see. That was that. I think we and, – and by the way, we're happy to help you guys if you're looking for a way to educate and enlighten people. That's what Quick Start's all about. Um Happy to do those for you virtually or on-site. And we're happy just to kick the tires and ideate with you if you guys want to do that on your own. We've got a couple of clients that they know how to do it, and they just want a little bit of help from us, and that's fine as well. But let's touch a little bit on our third vertical, Yes, which which is the facilitated so AI component. AI literacy, you've got our tools, prompt and assist, and our third piece is facilitated AI. So why would somebody engage with us for facilitated because, as as I'm going to use some of my fun Texas slang. Okay. Because we rolled their socks up and down. Nobody says that. They don't say that. I mean, I'm a, I'm born and raised here. Roll their socks up and down. Because we rolled their socks up and I down. I think you picked that up in in England, working <laughs> on the sheep farm when you were in high school. Because we got, we say, got them excited. Fixing to do something. Well, no, I got another one too. Okay. I want to try and work in here. Let's see if I can. So they. <laughs> they uh, we got them excited. We gave them the confidence, the knowledge. We gave them tools. And now they're like, let's go. Wait, how do we do this? Right. Exactly. Okay. You know what? Let's call the guys because the guys can help us figure this out. Okay. And yes, we, we are the kings of common sense, Robbie. The kings of common sense. Common sense. Yeah. No, I mean, we are. When it, in that, we've we tried it. We've done it. We play with it. And, and we don't care. We're ready to experiment. You have to be, you have to have, you have to take a commonsensical approach yes. to it. I mean, do, why, I mean, even to the basic question of, well, I'm just curious, why do you do that? Or why is that, why is that the way you do it? So you can either learn how to do this now, or you can learn about it after, after your competitive set has already adopted and done it and go, dang it. Yeah, okay. what is it we say? It's not going to take your job, but somebody using it could take and your job. Dude, or, are, or your account. We are so, seeing that happen right yeah, now. That's right. And it's like, yeah. we work with, with both, so we're like, high five and oh, bummer on Sorry both sides. Oh, good for you, though. And, and and we do keep our stories and, and separate. separate and no, no information shares, uh, but it's fascinating to see. However, facilitated AI takes all the, your knowledge and your tools and helps you apply it to specific projects or or tasks that you do on a daily basis that generative AI or collaborative AI can attack. So what is re- repetitive? What is generative? What is summary? Right. Right? And and what is data driven? Okay? okay. Yep. So okay, so let's go look at that. So facilitated AI first starts phase 1 is a deeper dive in quick start, is an education, is an understanding. So you need to choose your pilot group 
and your specific project that you want to go tackle. I want to do proposals better. Okay. Okay? So great. Go choose a couple people who will be our champions. I would love to have a naysayer included in that as well. I'd love to have that diversification there. Choose those people. We're going to sit down with them. We're going to do a deeper dive quick start and give them that college that, that knowledge and that confidence and then we start there yeah it's a high level well in well it's not high level no it's, it's a, a deeper deep dive, dive assessment of, of what's happening well not even that to the assessment this is just their understa- understanding so when we start throwing out words or actions they're not looking at us like we're aliens okay okay hopefully I, they probably still will but anyway right. so then the next part phase two is our assessment so that's where we will sit with you we will go through all of the current steps that you have and and have you talk about this and okay. what you're doing. Now, the interesting thing is we're running assist on this and a special algo on top of that that's helping us with this analysis, okay? Because we're smart, but this is smarter, right? And, and what we do here is not how are you doing this. It's why are you doing it this way? What are you trying to achieve? So the first couple times when we ask people, they go, well, this is just this is just the way we always do it, which is eh, the wrong answer. And it takes us about three corrections of that before they're like, well, the real reason we do this and what we'd really like to see, and that's, that's yeah, the what natural. the ultimate desired outcome would be. So we sit down right. with that, we do that, uh, that uh, assessment, and we leave. Okay. And then we'll phase three is us doing an analysis and then blueprinting. Here is the new process. Okay. Okay. And now we go back and we do what we call, this is our, our next phase. We call our side by side. So now we'll sit back down with you and go, okay, so Robbie, here's what we're going to do. We're going to start here. Try using, and by the way, again, this isn't a boggler commercial. If you're told that you have to use fill in the blank, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. It's a bummer, and you're going to see the reasons why you should be using the other, but that's okay, okay? But anyway, let's do this. This is how you do this step and this step. Does that make sense? Would, do you want to tweak that any? And we go through that, and we make sure that they understand the process and what the expected outcome should be, okay? Important to note on the first one when we did the assessment, we're also looking and measuring time and task and responsibilities that are around that. That's important. But So now we do this. And now we get them up to speed, and now we let them go do this for two weeks. So what happens, first of all, is these pilot members become ultimate champions and mouthpieces for the brand's embrace Mm -hmm. of AI. They're walking around going, man, you won't believe. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's awesome. I mean, and these then the guys jealousy show me sets this. in across the country. Well, through different yeah, departments. Yeah, that stupid AI stuff. Right. Can I have some of it? Right. Right. Okay. Right. So that happens, but then we come back, and this is the really exciting piece. We then will sit with them, and we do a review. We do a further, much much deeper analysis, and we call this our FPI, not a KPI, Robbie, an FPI. So that's our facilitated performance performance index. index. Okay. Why do we do that? Because we can sit here and talk about how great it is all day long, but wouldn't it be beneficial to know not only, I mean, that's easy. I can now do this proposal in half a day as opposed to three weeks. That's a big thing. But great. Is what you developed a piece of crap? Right. (laughs) 
Right. But that goes back to, okay, speed is always, in, the, in that example, speed is, yes, always going to be some type of, sure. of, of, of but benchmark. What, but, but what we've done is we've created a massive algorithm that we run through Assist and Boggler to where we can say, take a proposal that was done pre-facilitated, right. and here's a proposal done after. I want you to look at it for its productivity, for its fullness, for its creativity, and give me measurement ratings around that. So I want quantifiable metrics as to the improvement that occurred. Why? Because those are the most information win, but more importantly, you can then, again, throw it back in and say, well, how would I improve that even more? Right. So now we're able to go back to your team leader who decided to do all this stuff and say, look, you started here, it took this long, now we're down here, now we've done this and this and this, and your productivity has gone through the roof. We heard from a client that was doing proposals that they actually got a proposal back from a from their client, and the client said, this is garbage, there's no creativity in this because we're long-time friends or whatever. Please have someone go do something so I'm not embarrassed taking it to my decision makers. I thought she was kidding. Shame, 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 shame. That'll never happen again if you've got... Sure. Okay. But after we go through the review and we do the analysis, we do any little revisions and tweaks, tweaks, and then we harden the blueprint... So that that team can then say, okay, we've done this hard work. And it was hard work for them. They had to really think a little bit. But now they can take it to the rest of their team. And they're the champions. They're like, hey, man, we came up with this, right? And now you also kind of have a guidebook and a guideline for all new recruits. And that can be used ongoing. And it's not, that's it, we're done. You're constantly going to keep tweaking on it. But now you're way down the path with massive adoption and people moving. And what's going to happen? Your competitive set's going to go, what? How did they do that? Right? Yeah, and throughout the process, we will work with the pilot team and also help them understand, generate, and, and be able to catalog certain, um, literally give them a prompt library. A prompt li- exactly. That will help them because, hey, listen, we're not always going to be there. We can and, but, and initially, when we do our facilitated, we're, we're on a, a retainer, if you will, so that we are there for that, hey, how did you do that thing that you showed us, or whatever it may be. And then we can also do a one-on-one facilitated and be a, in, in the proposal world, be a sales engineer or an AI ninja for that, right? So, like, how do we really work our AI to get better outcomes for our proposal or for our presentations or or engagement for the client. Sure. And that's that's fun because you sit there and you get your responses back and you look at it and you're like, dude, that's totally going to work, right? And then Robbie and I will then go, okay, so if we get that response, then what? Yeah. No, it becomes an if this, then that across the board with everything that happens, for sure. It's fun. As opposed to... Here's the proposal I did last year. Let me scratch out Hawaii and put Florida and send it to the client. (laughs) So that's facilitated. That's that's a big use. Um, That we're having crazy fun with. And it's just a logical progression from the education and the tools to now how do we go deploy. That's fun. It's good stuff. So – what else? Uh, maybe we'll just throw one or two out, and then we're done, so we can have a short one this okay. time. Okay. Okay. Um, and I do have to confess, 
I completely nerded out, and I know I that know, you nerded out. That's your confession. Yeah, okay. and and I know it was silly, but for all that haven't seen, you need to go check out the Rabbit R One. So it looks like uh, some Japanese gamer made it, and it should go with your PlayStation or uh, what are the what are the kids the things that the kids play the uh, the Nintendo no the, uh... anyway. It's it's this big and it's an AI device. Everyone was talking about a device. It reminds me, I don't know, Pokemon. Ten, ten, yeah, ten years ago when those portable, the old school uh, Polaroid yeah. cameras came out. Yeah. I mean, it's a little smaller than that, but the form is very similar to that. So, I, I mean, it, amazing money raiser, right? They raised a bunch of money. They launched it perfectly at CES. They got a bunch of dummies like me. To, to buy into it. So I bought I bought it. So it was two hundred bucks. But to be clear, it's a completely separate device from your it's phone. a separate device and that's gonna be the big problem. Okay. Because Apple's gonna walk in and go, Yeah, that's a fun little toy. By the way, we got all that intelligence on your phone, right? Yeah. We'll get there. But meanwhile, here's this device and it's got a, a, a scroll ball, it's got a one button and it's got a screen and a camera. But the idea is it runs off not of a large language model, but a large action model. This is the year of action for AI. And so what I mean by that... So it's that, a portable agent for you. It's a, a real portable agent. AI assistant for you. And let's tell them what an agent is. Because what happens right now with all the stuff we're generating with our generative AI is we're generating information. Okay. We're generating direction. We're de- generating insight, but we're not acting on it. So what's going to happen now is that we're going to—it's becoming more immersive and more automatic. And you're going to have agents, like Robbie said, that are going to act on the information. So not only did it tell me here's all the places you need to visit when you're on the Big Island of Hawaii, and here's the restaurant you can go to. It will go place a reservation for you at that restaurant. So it's taking agency and it's acting on the information it's developing. So that's where we're going. It's amazing. It's going to be awesome. It's going to come out in June because I'm one of the first whatever. So me being the dummy, sorry to interrupt you, but okay, Alexa. um, No, Alexa, um, book an appointment for me to see Sam at 10 a.m. Yeah, so that's so that's what I'm saying is that, first of all, Alexa and Siri, um, and I'm just waiting for everyone. I know, that's why we have all of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm waiting for the, and maybe you're listening at home, so Alexa, Stop. Siri, <laughs> please set alarm for 5 a.m. No, so those, they fall asleep at the wheel. Okay. Because that first came out, they didn't get, they got some adoption, they did, and they didn't. Now, it depends on what their purpose is. If their purpose is to glean every conversation we have, they're doing that. Yeah, they're doing a good job. Surprise! Right. Or not. Right. Uh, but they haven't evolved it to turning it to a real intelligent assistant. But that's the point. This is a cool little box and all that stuff, but my phone will be doing that very soon. Right. And if it's not, Apple goes out of business. But Apple's not going out of business and Apple's going to be dropping some AI on everybody that they're going to go, oh, my gosh. So, great. This cool device is going to come out in June and, like, plod that thing we got way back when. By the time we got the hardware, it, it's not a re- it's irrelevant. 
there's been so many updates. So you have to deliver software, i.e. prompt and assist. Okay. Is that it? That's it. That's it. Thank you, everyone, for episode number 11. Uh, Send in any questions or thoughts. Uh, We did get a few people that got signed up on prompt. uh, and, And the real one launches again this week. No, but there are a lot of people already beginning to use that. So hit us up if you'd like that before it goes public. Um, and assist. We we jumped one more hurdle this week with the app store. And so we're waiting for final approval on that. There you go. Thank you, everyone. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks for tuning into the AI show from Think Labs. Don't miss out on next week's episode where we'll continue to Fisher-Price the latest in AI that will make impact for you and your organization. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an update and visit redbutton.ai to learn more about innovation for professionals and organizations. By the way, I'm Bogler, Sam and Robbie's professional assistant that takes care of all their busy work. Ever think about all that repetitive, mind-numbing, time-sucking busy work I could knock out for you? That's it for now. Thanks again for joining. Until next time, make it an awesome week.